Welcome to our Christian viewing experience. Uh, my name is Elias Chavez. This is my co-host. No Wilder. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Um, and as always, um, we are here once a week um, to dissect some kind of secular media and pull out some kind of Christian gospel Bible message out of it um, and share. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we share said message um, in the hopes that um, it'll open up more gospel conversations in your day-to-day life, um, making it easier to talk to, I don't know, friends of yours um, who are or are not Christians, and just kind of get, I don't know, Christ in your day-to-day life a little more maybe. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's too much to ask. So anyways, with that, uh, Noah, how was your week? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah? It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Not much happened. Um, Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Kwanzaa, if that's that's your cup of tea. If you know someone who celebrates that, good, good for them. Um, what else is that? Happy New Year. Uh, that's coming soon. Happy Winter Solstice. You're like, uh, Uh, I don't know, like, Valentine's Day is like close ish, I guess. (laughs) Luther King Jr. Day. Right, 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 right. Uh, whatever the next holiday uh, is. Happy, you know what? While we're at it, just happy Black History Month. I, I just really hope that everyone has a good happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to celebrate Christmas with you all, like twenty twenty three. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we could we could crack out another year of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, happy all those things. We're happy you're here. Have a good time with your family. Yep. Uh, have a good time with your friends, have a good time giving gifts and receiving them, and always remember that Jesus is here, and he was incarnate as a baby, and that's what we're celebrating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, this is this is the day of the year when we celebrate specifically baby Jesus. No other aspect of yes, Christ. if you are ever talking about baby Jesus... Any other day of the year. Yeah. That's fine, but it's weird. Yeah. Today <laughs> is the day for baby Jesus to get his time in the limelight. You know, adult Jesus gets literally every other day of the year. Right, right, right. This is the one day of the year where you can hang out with your Christian friends and you're like, oh my gosh, the parable of the woman of the well. And everyone's like, oh, dude. Quiet. <laughs> silence. Today is manger day. <laughs> <laughs> manger day <laughs> like manger day anyways uh but yes um to to talk about my week a little bit it went well yeah <laughs> there you go um <laughs> yeah it went well been working a lot it's it's retail and it's christmas so hey um yeah and that's that's about it um yeah we exchanged we exchanged gifts today as as per the usual tradition, mm-hmm. except, uh, or not even except, I guess in addition to the usual tradition, I forgot the Christmas present. <laughs> yes, you forgot my wife's at the store last year. Last year, yep. I now purchased it. a different one. <laughs> but uh, me and Sarah Beth, my wife, we, uh, we bought the gift, mm-hmm. hid it somewhere in the house mm-hmm. so that you wouldn't see it. Yep. No and hit it, hit it so well. <laughs> no idea where it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. All right. Uh, so one day, me and Elias will give each other gifts. Yeah. But in the meantime, I have to, like, bring your gift, like, every week and be like, did you find my gift? <laughs> and no, then you, then you just, like, week. take my gift out to the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week, Next maybe. Week. <laughs> please, please, Noah, don't forget my gift again. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yes, um... So, do you have an icebreaker for us? 
Yes, I do. So the movie oh, okay. <laughs> Violent Night just came out. Yeah. With Santa Claus essentially being John Wick to save a little girl mm-hmm. who was kidnapped and held hostage on Christmas. Yes. So my question is, over the past few years, ever since John Wick came out, there's just been like different takes on the John Wick formula. There was nobody. Ah, there yes. Is, now there's Violent Night. What occupation do you want to see take on the John Wick formula next i think it'd be interesting to see like a mailman like somebody like somebody like he knows where you live yeah he knows all of your personal information you know mm-hmm. and he and he's just like you know the thing and i, I want to know he, like, what is he going after um it's like the person who never puts their dog up <laughs> it's like some guy he's like every True time first john wick every time that i deliver mail to this person their dog just goes ballistic and you know what cox gun i can't do it anymore <laughs> um yeah a mailman hitman would be very interesting mailman hitman like- they get access to every office, everywhere they they need to go, so long as they have a package. Yeah, with the right person's name on it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I like Mailman Hitman. Uh, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe he just is a hitman, and he just he does like really clean hits, and yeah. he's a mailman, and he delivers packages, and, and then, <laughs> then you see someone go into their neighbor's mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and he's like, that's a federal offense. (laughs) 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 Oh, absolutely loses it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, (laughs) he sees a porch thief and he like follows them home. That's what it is. It's a porch thief. Dude, it's 2022. (laughs) That's like so. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. You know. It's also a Christmas movie. Yeah. He's delivering a gift to this like. Yeah. This, like, poor family. Yeah. It's, like, this, like, really crappy phone or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. He drops it off. He drives away. He comes back, sees the porch thief. Yeah. Just lose it. I would love to see a car chase that would, in the, in the USPS mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. little mail oh truck. Oh, my gosh. That can only go, like, 40 miles Right, right, right. But then <laughs> but then you have to get the U.S. government to sign off on their permission <laughs> to you to make, to make mailmen epic. <laughs> And they're not going to do that. They would never. They would never militarize the mail force, too. (laughs) I would also love to learn that if you join the USPS Mm -hmm. mail delivery system, you go through basic training. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that's his backstory. Like, he finally catches, like, the the porch thief. And they're like, who trained you? And, and, you know, you're expecting some, like, epic backstory. Everyone goes through this training. Dude, it's it's pretty standard, really. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty good uh but what what is your pitch uh, <laughs> beat my pitch <laughs> i hadn't thought about it yet oh um yeah okay you ready okay uh, i would love to see like a school shooter situation <laughs> and the, okay and the lunch lady <laughs> uh, clears out the school <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
That's pretty good. That'd be pretty good. That would be it's, pretty it's, good. It's already written itself just in the premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> She's like retired. I, I want to imagine like ex-marine. Like, no, 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 no. I was gonna say like Russian, like KGB or something. <laughs> you know, it's it's this woman. She's like, hello. Today you have more slop. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, oh, I hate the lunch lady. And then just like like because then then so at like the a end credits situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in like or not end credits, but like after the like situation has been resolved you know um you can use like like all the kids are like you're the best lunch lady ever they and she's literally her up and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and, and she's still school. like serving slop and stuff but they're like yeah <laughs> cool lunch lady <laughs> <laughs> i really like that that's a good one that's a good okay. one uh also mm-hmm. david harbour the santa in violent night he wants a violent night universe Oh with the other mythical fe- figures of yeah. holidays, including so like, the Easter Bunny and Tooth Fairy, and uh, <laughs> didn't they already? Didn't Vin Diesel already do that one? The Tooth Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was The Rock, wasn't it? Oh, you're right. That was The Rock. Yeah. That was The Rock. My bad. Vin Diesel did the pacifier. That's what. Vi- oh my god. Uh, <laughs> hey, I like that movie a lot. Or at really? least I did last really? time I saw I, it when I, watched I was like 12. <laughs> I watched it like a month ago. Oh, really? With Sarah Beth. And she was quoting the entire movie because apparently this was the only like only movie that her family would take on road trips. Really? Like it was just perpetually in there and they never brought more movies. Yeah. And so like every road trip she would watch it several times. Wow. And so she could quote almost the whole movie. I was like, Land! Of, of, oh, sweet land! <laughs> of, of all the movies to know every line to, Vin Diesel's The Pacifier. Oh okay. My gosh, but it's a good one. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. There's the Peter Panda dance. Yes. That's the Peter Panda dance. <laughs> oh man yeah no i haven't like i said i haven't seen it since i was actually a child but like it it's it's an oldie but a goodie (laughs) vin diesel is so young (laughs) that's yeah that's the next thing like freshly out of vin dieseling around and Mm -hmm. jumping into a into an actual movie career and uh Tie into last week, Lorelai from Gilmore Girls is in it. She's the principal. She's the pr- yeah yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so point is, if you tell us what you want to see, get the John Wick formula. <laughs> what profession? What character do you really want to see? Mm. Just go crazy on yeah. people for revenge or to save someone. Yeah. Um, you stole my daughter's kitty cat bracelet <laughs> dude nobody is such a good movie it i i really like it uh, but anyways the plugs noah give them give them the yeah, plugs. yeah you can tell us all about it it can be an existing character if you <laughs> the grinch just annihilating whoville <laughs> any anything there will be no who's to celebrate that's actually that's, that's kind of problematic that's, that's pretty problematic <laughs> Anyway, whatever you want to see, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. You can tell us at ocvepod at gmail.com or at ocvepod on Facebook or Twitter or yeah. at our website, ocvepod.com. We'd yep. love to hear from you. You want to get into the feature presentation? Uh, let's go. <laughs> who's, who's going first? So enthusiastic. I'll go first. You'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, do you know the gift of the Magi? I'm familiar 
Do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Wait, is it a movie? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's a short story written by a guy named O. Henry. That's that's his pen name. <laughs> I was going to say, that's made up. Yes. <laughs> and O and Henry are not in his actual name at all. Sure. Well, the so, pen name. So, but like, usually they like work Cor- within well, the I mean, bounds like, of their own name. Mark Twain, he was a boatman. He was like, Mark Twain, because they marked the string to see how deep they were. Okay. Anyways. Why was this happening in turn of the century literature where people just made up names? I, You know what? I really don't know. I I could not answer that. It's not like they have the internet where they'd be worried like, oh my gosh, somebody's going to find out who I am. No, they're not. They're going to dox you. (laughs) What's going to happen? You're going to get famous? (laughs) I, I mean, I understand like not... Like, by going by your, like, middle name or something like that. So that, like, when you are out and about doing things and you have to say your name, no one cares. But, like, just a completely made-up name. Maybe that's, like, part of the creative process. Like, they created their own character and it's themselves, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, apparently... Yeah, do you think it was, like, a a character was themselves in everything and they came up with a pen name and they like built this whole backstory for themselves. So like, Oh Henry, he grew up like this super rich guy. Yeah. He was like, no one wants to read rich people's works. Like I gotta, I'm Oh Henry. I'm yeah. from the slums. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom gave me up at three years old. <laughs> yeah. Like I know what life is about. <laughs> right. I'm Mark Twain. <laughs> I'm Mark Twain. No, uh, do I think that's true? No. no. Do do I hope it? Do do I want it to be true in some the more all circumstances? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you were an author, you'd go. You'd have a pen name. Of course. What would your pen name be? I don't know. Um, new icebreaker. New icebreaker. What would your pen name be? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No pressure. Um. <laughs> What would my pen name be if I was an author, specifically an early 1800s author? Like, or like, I'd be um, Frank DeCamp. Frank DeCamp. I'd be John Mellencamp. F DeCamp. I have a pen name and then I have shortened it down to put on books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. F D Camp. They, they have because. Uh, <laughs> Because you can't, you you know, you got to pay by character. Yeah. So, you know, you got to find little ways to shorten it where you can't. Now, um, I'm going to go with, um, I like my initials. So I want to, I want to keep my initials. So, um. E-A-C. E-A-C. I'm going to go, this is going to be very creative, as I'm sure you can tell. Um, um. I'm going to go with Elliot Alistair Campbell. <laughs> E.A. Campbell. E.A. Campbell. There you go. There you go. Elliot A. Campbell. Elliot A. Campbell. I like it. There you go. All right. right. (laughs) Moving on. The Gift of the Magi. Um, So I'll give you the rundown on it real quick. So Jim and Della are the married couple in the story. Okay. And they are a poor couple in an unknown town around the turn of the century. Their rent has gone up and they don't have very much money for Christmas. Okay. Uh, the story is told from Della's perspective, while she is the only able to scrounge together $1.87 for a gift for her husband, which clearly is not enough for a good gift. Um, 
So she goes down the street and sells her hair, which she is very proud of. It's very long, very beautiful hair going to her. Uh, and it's like essentially part of her identity. That's like the thing people notice about her. And she's sure. very proud of it. Um, but she cuts it off and sells it so she can buy her husband a gift. And she buys him a watch chain for his watch. And his watch is, was handed down to him by his father and before that his grandfather. Uh, and he would show it off because it was a very nice watch. He would take out – it says like he would check the time constantly just so people could see his watch and stuff sure. like that. Um, but he didn't have a chain for it. He just had an old leather strap. Hmm. And so it says something along the lines if like – and once he gets the chain, like he's going to – that the only thing he'll be able to do is check the time because he'll be so proud to right. show off his nice chain and right, his nice right, right. watch. Um, pocket watch, I'm guessing. Sure. <laughs> Um, so Della buys him a nice chain and Jim comes home and sees her hair and is very surprised, uh, especially because he just bought her a gift, uh, which is a nice pair of combs that she can use to pin her hair up. Um, oh no, (laughs) which she had like seen in a store window and like passed by and said, Oh, look at those combs. If only you could have those combs and they're such, so nice combs. They're so beautiful. All the, all these things, like every time she passed by the store window, but never like really intending to get them. It's just like having a nice little fancy every time she walked by the window. And so, so do you not know the story of the gift of the Magi? No, but I know where this is going. (laughs) So he bought her those, those combs. Uh, and, Jim then reveals that he had to sell his watch in order to buy the combs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, neither of them are mad, okay? Sure, <laughs> it's sure. Good. It's but... good. It's good. It's good. I promise. <laughs> but, no, I'm still sad. In like... the end, they both laugh it off and say they will have to use their gifts later because her hair's going to grow back. And I'm, presumably he's going to go get his watch back at some point. Sure. Um, and it just kind of ends there, but it's very nice. And this is the last little paragraph for the story. Uh, and it talks about the Magi. The Magi, as you know, were wise men, wonderfully wise men, who brought gifts to the babe in the manger. They invented the art of giving Christmas presents. Being wise, their gifts were no doubt wise ones, possibly bearing the privilege of exchange in case of duplication. And here I have lamely related to you the uneventful chronicle of two foolish children in a flat who most unwisely sacrificed for each other the greatest treasures of their house. But in the last word to the wise of these days, let it be said that all that of all who gave gifts to these two were the wisest. Of all who give and receive gifts, such as they are the wisest. Everywhere they are the wisest, they are the magi. So the point of the story uh, is that they're like the magi, the wise man who gave gifts to the um young jesus i'll say because he they weren't really there when he was a baby um but to me the question is what is so wise about their gifts in this story and the story even says that they were a foolish young couple so what was so wise about the gifts they give um well to me they were wise because they not only give the gifts but they give all they have in order to give each other gifts (laughs) They give each they give up all they have, all their most prized possessions, um, so that they can have each other um and be there for each other and, and give what they they feel like the other ones deserve. And though it may be foolish to most 
it makes perfect sense to them. As 1 Corinthians 1.12 says, For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. And the point here is that, yeah, it's very foolish to, like, give up your most prized possession to buy your wife or your husband a gift in a worldly sense. Like, yeah. She does not need these combs. He does not need this, um, this like, watch chain. But <clears throat> they deserve it to yeah. each other, right? They give up what gives them pride to give a gift on the other but other's behalf. They give up their identity for a greater identity they find in each other. Jim finds his identity, at least partially, in the nice watch he owns, and he shows it off so that others will think well of him, and Della finds her identity in her hair. She even fears Jim will find her ugly after she has cut it. She's like sits there at home, and, is, and she does a little prayer and says, please don't let him make find me ugly um before he comes home <laughs> and she like tries to make her hair look the best she can and she at the end she <laughs> the author goes and the best she could do is make herself look like a schoolboy. <laughs> um, that's really funny yeah it's a really charming little story you should listen to it or read it it's out of um copyright now so <gasps> yo it's free to just google <laughs> find it anywhere yeah um it's only like it, it it won't take you more than eight minutes to read it's a, sure it's a short story um anyway but both of them are willing to give up their old identity so that they may please the other because their true identity is in each other so della and jim they're willing to give up this like piece of their identity that makes them proud this watch and her hair this thing that they feel like gives them worth they're willing to give that up because their true identity is for Jim, it's I'm her husband. I will provide for her. I will uh, make her pr- be presented in splendor. Let's say uh, I'll I'll do what I can to to please her because my identity isn't in this watch, even though that does give me pride. My identity is this person's husband. Um, and for her, it's the same idea. My my hair is beautiful. Um, Everyone knows that. That's what people talk about when they meet me. That's what they notice. Um, It's long and beautiful. I've grown it my whole life. It's my life's work. It's growing out my hair. Um, But I'm willing to give that up because my husband deserves, you know, he deserves to be proud of taking out his watch and not feel embarrassed. And, And I love him and I want to take care of him because my identity is not in my hair it's in me being a good wife. And I that's very admirable. And I think that, you know, that's the point of the story. <laughs> but both of them are willing to do that. And where I want to bring God into this, not only is what is foolish, what is foolish that God does is actually wiser than what the wisest men do, in, as 1 Corinthians says, but God does the same kind of thing for us. He gives up his identity as God for a time for our sake, in order to give us salvation. He gives up this, what who he is, and takes on human flesh. Not that he stops being God, but he certainly puts that aside for a time, as Thessalonians would say. Um, he counts it as not a thing to be grasped while he's on this earth, right? And mm-hmm. he even dies on a cross. He puts away this pride of being God and this identity of godliness, even though it is him, so... You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and in order so for us to gain salvation from him. And this is the story of 
Christmas, the story of the incarnation of God putting aside his godhood and being made a, a lowborn child in a manger who can't, doesn't even have a place to sleep when he is born, um, a very poor carpenter's son. Uh, it seems like his dad dies at a very young age um, before he becomes a man. So he he's a man of sorrows. He he knows all the hardship that is available in the world, and he's God. And that's the story of Christmas. Of not only oh look this important person was born we should celebrate that, but this huge sacrifice was made, and it is made in the form of this person who was very important being born. Um, in turn, we give up our identity, and that's what we're called to is give up our past selves what we found pride in and our identity in, and we give those things up. Uh, we give up what we may boast in and say we cannot boast in anything um, because we find our true identity in being God's children or his co-heirs or his brother or his friends or his sister, if you're a sister instead of a brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All those things, like we find our true identity in assuming those identities and putting for us, it's not putting aside and grabbing it later. It's putting away, it's putting to death our old identity. Um, and so like, that's what Jim and Della do for each other is they, they say, Hey, this thing that defines me, that I'm so proud of that has a huge part in my life that makes me feel worthy. I give that up. That's not who I am because who I am is defined by this other person and how I can take care of them, and how I can interact with them and be part of their life. And that's the same thing we do with God, and what God does for us is, hey, this part of my, this part of my identity, I set it aside, I give it up, because my identity is in you, and I'm here for you. And my hair's going to grow back, I can buy back a watch, but I can't give my wife a nice gift every day, you know? Yeah. I can't give my husband a nice gift every day, I, and God... We he can't we can't be saved apart from him, mm. and uh, we can't find worth and purpose apart from him either. So there there has to be this giving up of our identity of these things that make us feel worthy in a in ourselves, so that we can find our worth in him, and that's how we find true peace. Uh, and and it connects to Christmas, like I said, because this is when the in our incarnation happens. Is the the day one of incarnation? Um, it is Jesus's birth, and uh, they connected to the the wise men who give wise gifts, and these people gave wise gifts in their foolishness of giving up what they value most. But it's very wise because they love each other. Um, anything? Do you have anything to add? <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> um, yeah. No. No. I. I think you said it very well. The like the like, uh, well, you said it very well by quoting the Bible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, God's quote unquote foolishness, like what we as tiny mortal beings would be like, why God do that? God's like, listen, Job. Um, <laughs> let's sit down, <laughs> and I'm going to show you that I am God, and you are a tiny little man. Um, <laughs> and and I mean, I think that that's that very much shows here. And I think that this was a, a very well chosen story to to show that that it's like, no, God has a plan, and you know, this like like giving up of self 
um, is something that like God demonstrates and models for us by mm -hmm. like literally physically becoming a man. Um, and it's, 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 it's a model of, of good gift giving and such, um, yeah. to, to give up of yourself and be like, Hey, I, I love you. And for me personally, like I, whenever I think of like, what does love actually mean? Like love is like the, like, like having the ability to sacrifice for somebody. What yeah, that willing be? sacrifice on the other's behalf. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And it's just like, you know, this this shows that, this models that, this story where it's just like, because I mean, whenever I think of like the, the descriptor of the Bible that's given for like the crucifixion where it's like, um, like through this great act of love, you know, and he, he dies on the cross. Like, there you go. Boom. Yeah. Done. And so anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there you go. This little short story has been like told over and over again with like different variations. On oh, it. I'm sure. There's um, if you ever watched Mickey's One Upon Once Upon a Christmas, um, <laughs> I'm familiar. Mickey and Minnie do it. Uh, yeah. And there's she has a watch in the in that Minnie has the watch in Once Upon a Christmas, mm -hmm. and she and he gets like this nice like ribbon for it or something like a necklace. Sure. So that she can wear it around her neck. And he has a harmonica that he sells. Mm -hmm. And she sells her watch. And she gets him like a nice case for the harmonica. harmonica yeah. it's, a very, it's a very nice retelling of it because like sure. you see her hiding like the bills <laughs> and stuff. Oh. You know, like you, you can tell they're struggling and then it adds like... And at one point, they like they get their bonus. They get their extra bit of money mm -hmm. so they don't have to give everything up. And then they give up that extra thing on someone else's behalf. And now not only have they given up that extra thing, they now have to give up their thing for the other person. So it's like yeah. uh, another step. But the original short story is like just really charming. And like the the descriptions of things are very clever and heartwarming. And yeah, you should give it a read. Just won't take your time. <laughs> won't take up too much time. But uh Anyway, yeah. Elias, what are you talking about? <laughs> the song. Ooh. <laughs> the code. I'm going to talk about the song. Um, you may have heard of it. Um, it's a goodie. You know that one song that be all like... Uh, Simply having... A wonderful Christmas, Christmas time? time? Um, so yeah, that... That Paul McCartney song. Yeah. <laughs> I blinked. I, I cannot lie. This I is why, did, why we have notes. This is why we have notes. Yeah. Um, and I I did put that in my notes. Yeah. I still blinked. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yeah, Paul McCartney song gets credited to the Beatles a lot. It's not the Beatles. Excuse me. It's actually more closely uh, tied to his other band, Wings. Um, if you knew anything. <laughs> Anyway, Paul McCartney. So Paul McCartney. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So basically, um, to to if you don't know the song, I'm gonna read a little snippet of it, right? Um, just to kind of paint the picture and and the whole mood of the song. Um, but he's just simply having a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. We're simply having. having yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the word is out. About the town to lift a glass. Whoa, and don't look down. Anyways, but no, so the point. <laughs> yeah, sounds exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so the point is um, Paul McCartney, the whole song, he's just painting this absolutely delightful little picture of this like future that we're all like looking forward to. Like all year, Christmas 
time. We want <laughs> we want a wonderful Christmas time. It's as simple as that. Um, the Christmas spirit it sweeps us all up. Um, and I've never been one for like a big old Christmas spirit kind of guy, but I do love Christmas. Um, so yeah, Christmas time. Let's go. Um, I don't know. We we look forward to it every year, and it's there's a reason. Christmas is here now. Basically, it, it's it's it is right around the corner for you in listener land. Um, <laughs> when you're listening, it will be two days away. Yeah, I mean, even when we're recording, everyone it's five days away. Yeah. <laughs> when you're listening, ev- everyone's already off on vacation. Yep, it, like it, it. It's Christmas. Full <laughs> swing. Anyways, um, but yeah. And so, in all fairness, it is going to be a pretty gosh dang great Christmas. A wonderful Christmas time. One may say. (laughs) Um, And so, it got me thinking, how in the world am I going to tie this song into the Bible? So, let's go. I wrote this while I was really sleepy. So, Christ (laughs) is also described using the word wonderful in the Bible. Um, Some people actually say that this is like the first um, like messianic... uh, what are they called? Um, prophecy that actually like gives a title to Jesus. Um, so Isaiah 9, 6 specifically says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So using this as a little bit of a jumping off point, uh, if he is this so-called Wonderful Counselor, um, what is it that he tells us to do? And so I think one of like the main tenets of Jesus's, I don't know, teachings um, would be specifically to look forward and rely on the Lord. He will provide for you. And the future that he has ahead of you is specifically meant to grow you and is specifically designed to bring you closer to him. Um, God does not intend harm on you. And he's like the creator and ruler of the universe. So therefore, (laughs) um, anything that he has for you is pretty good. So uh, directly quoting our our quote-unquote wonderful counselor here, uh, Matthew 6, 25 and 26 say, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, uh, or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Um, And I think that that's really, like, sums up everything that I'm trying to get at here is just that, like, all year round we are constantly um, looking forward to Christmas because Christmas is pretty much um, the most wonderful time of year. Um, and there we go. Jeremiah 29, 11 is going to help to drive the point home just a little bit more. Um, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Um, so yes, uh, connection here is pretty simple and kind of silly. It's very short and it wasn't meant to be long, but basically all this to say, Merry Christmas. Um, God already gave us uh, the greatest gift just by simply defeating sin and death and showing us that the future is all in his hands. Uh, He's crafted our stories perfectly and now we just have to wait patiently to see what God has in store for us as he grows us and guides us, Um, just like how we wait each year for Christmas um, as this wonderful chance to just give and receive gifts from all of our dopest homies. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's it. That's that's my yeah. whole presentation. Like I said, it wasn't meant to be long or anything. Um, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. I like the idea of like 
in the song, there's mm-hmm. this theme of like we've been waiting all year for this. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like the the kids have been practicing their song all year long. Yeah, that kind of thing. Like there's this big anticipation for it like you were singing ding dong <laughs> ding dong there's a big anticipation for it like yeah. the word is out like it, yeah. everyone in the town knows like, like let's, let's go <laughs> time to lift a glass and, and like get like be happy like get let's party some you know? yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. everyone's one, one <clears throat> waiting sorry for this wonderful christmas time yeah and, and it's very simple and it's not that complicated nope it's just we get to it and we're happy. And I think there's this biblical idea of like there's a long-awaited king coming. There's this big anticipation yeah. for someone to come and deliver them. And the Jews at the time had this idea of they're going to us, deliver us from the Romans. And before that was deliver us from Babylon. And before that was deliver us from whoever. Yeah. Um, and so, like, there's this constant, well, well, we're going to get delivered. There's so much anticipation. Everybody's ready. Right. The word is out. <laughs> you know? Um, yes. And then it happens, and it's just simple. Yeah. It's just a baby being born in a manger. But it's a big deal. It changes everything. There's a there's a there's some kind of star signal in the sky that signifies where to go yeah. and worship this king. Angels appear to shepherds in the, in the fields. Yeah. And uh, maybe they sing, maybe they don't, but they're definitely loud. <laughs> <laughs> sure. They're definitely loud in saying, hey, go worship this king. And it so there's this huge anticipation for this um, quiet, quiet, silent night, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. that we build to in the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Jesus's words are incredibly simple. It's, it's just all simple, wise words that we all know are true and we just are sitting around fooling ourselves into believing are false yeah. you know <laughs> yeah um and i think they're like this that's how god operates of like when he speaks it, there's a there's a hurricane and a firestorm and a flood that all precede him and then he's a quiet voice yeah you know um there's all this build up to god who just is yeah. And he doesn't have to be big and astonishing, but he is there and you can't deny who he is, you know. I think that's a biblical message. And I think that like it's shown in the Christmas story of like this huge lead up. Everything's leading to this chapter two or sorry, three of the bot of Genesis says yeah. there's gonna be a deliverer at some point. Things are gonna get better. I know there's a fall, but in so they are constantly leading up. Yep. Is Noah the savior? Is Enoch the savior? Is yep. Moses the savior? Is David the savior? Is uh any of the judges, are they the savior? All yeah. these people. It's constantly like, no, they sinned, they committed adultery, they killed, they did all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But someone will come and Israel rebels and God divorces half of Israel and then brings them back into the fold uh, yeah. and all these things. And it's just like, okay, what's going to happen? When is he going to show up? I know he's going to be here. And then when he's here, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's a baby being born. So it's like, it's stressful for the people who are part of it, but like, sure. it's very simple. Yeah. It's very simple Christmas time. I'm just chilling in a farm because that's where you got to stay, you know? Yeah. Um, People show up and give you gifts. That's nice, you know? Right. Um, and then the story, and then, you know, the rest of the year happens. After Christmas time, 
back to back to business you know right uh herod's killing all the babies we got to move you know <laughs> you know yeah normal christmas things <laughs> <laughs> you know we ourselves we get go back to work we have all the stressful things and we are anticipating the second time <laughs> the yeah. next christmas the yeah. second coming of jesus in the analogy you know so i think there there's that like anticipation and it's all everyone's so excited because we finally get to have a simple the good mood is time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we, get, we finally get to have a simple good time yeah. where we don't have to worry about other things. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Going off of one, and this is more of a personal anecdote, I guess, but just yeah. uh, anecdote. An, yes, there is a C in there. Anecdote. <laughs> uh, I, I skip over the C. I'll be honest. It's not I, an antidote. I'm not curing some I know, disease I, personally. Trust with me. Whatever saying you're. About I to say. am aware. Um, <laughs> the only the only thing that I'm the only the only disease I'm curing is your foolishness. No, I foolish but, samurai. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Aku is iconic. Anyways, uh, but no, no, no. Um, no, you, you'd mentioned that, like, um, I shouldn't even say mentioned. You talked about um, for for Christ coming, it's a very, like, simple coming. God is always, like, big, like you said, like, big hurricane or yeah, something. Or, like, like a- pillar of fire. And then he's just like, hey, guys, I'm God. Uh, here's the truth. Um, please yeah, they're expecting obey. the second coming, like come down on a white horse and kill yeah, yeah. all our enemies. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literal, yeah. like, flaming sword coming out of his mouth. And yeah. it, it's like, dude, chill. But no, um, <laughs> but, like, for, for at least in my personal experience, like, Christmas was always like that for me, where it's just, like, there's all this buildup all year. And it's like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be crimmy. <laughs> I can't wait for Christmas. And then, it, and then Christmas shows up, and it's just, like, we're all very calmly just, like, passing yeah. gifts around and yeah, christmas you know. isn't good when you're excited i guess <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When there's you're like pumped, a hype so like you have yeah. to be just okay and happy and, that and it's, you're, christmas, and it's, you know? it's just it's very much like the word that comes to mind and it's it's such a like christmas time word i feel in our culture but like joy you know yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. you are simply yeah. happy to exist in that moment it's not like oh my gosh like i mean you know you open up the gift yeah, as a kid and you're like oh I got my, you know, like whatever it was that I asked for. I got for. my Razor scooter. Wow. The sparkling action on this. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Um, but no, no, I no. can catch the grass on fire. <laughs> yes. I'm going to burn down so many forests. But, like, <laughs> but no. Um, Not illegal in the western half of the United States. In Not fact, legal. encouraged. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> But no, no, no. Um, yeah, my, my point being, it's it's just it's 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 funny that you mentioned that because I think you said that and I was like, oh, that's kind of like another like small parallel where it's like Christmas, like I mean, like you said, it, it is best when it's just kind of like ah, Christmas, you know? Yeah, it's so. kind of, it's what you said was kind of weird that there's just like Christmas words that are just like that's a normal word. Why is this reserved to, for Christmas? But it, like, it, yeah, when you see a sign or something that says, Noel, <laughs> peace, joy hope yeah. noel yeah yeah you're like, like either on oh, those a, are christmas those things. are christmas things or on a throw pillow yeah I, <laughs> or both yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but like why is that a christmas thing that's just like a word like <laughs> yeah yeah no 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 i don't get it i don't get it either we can have hope all year long man you know <laughs> well that is, that is the point of the christian walk yeah but um anyways anyway have a happy merry <laughs> christmas um we'll talk to you we're gonna take next week off this episode came out a little early as you may have noticed uh have a good christmas um 
tell us how you feel about Christmas. <laughs> tell us how you feel about uh, simply having a good uh, what a wonderful wonderful Christmas time and uh, the gift of the Magi and uh, go listen to both those things. It's free. You got Spotify. Yep. It's on YouTube. There's like four different audiobook recordings of it for free on youtube yeah um i'm sure yeah <laughs> I, I, I mean anything that hits creative commons everyone's just like yes i know what to do <laughs> time um, to grow my brand <laughs> <laughs> it's mine now oh henry <laughs> right <laughs> but i'm oh henry <laughs> right anyways anyways um, let us know what you think about those things. And if you have your own idea, even if it's a Christmas idea, we'd love to hear. We can still talk about it in the new year. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop us. Uh, <laughs> the first Christmas thing we ever talked about was uh, Polar Express, and we definitely talked about that in August. So yeah. <laughs> uh, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, you can contact us again at ocvepod.com or ocvepod at gmail.com or at OCVEpod on Facebook or Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Anyway, Elias, got anything to say? Merry Crimmy. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. Uh, Jesus is risen. He is oh, risen oh. indeed. Yeah, th- <laughs> there you go. Uh, seriously, guys. See you, in, see you next year. Bye. Bye. Bye.